0: Welcome to Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they've encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. Frances Ridley Havergal is probably best known for her hymn, Take My Life and Let It Be. She wrote another hymn that we will explore a bit deeper today in this episode of Hymn Stories, and it's called I Gave My Life For Thee. I Gave My Life For Thee, My Precious Blood I Shed, That Thou Mightst Ransomed Be, And Quickened From The Dead. I Gave, I Gave My Life For Thee, What Hast Thou Done For Me? After this hymn was published, She received a private letter from a woman in Brooklyn wondering about the origin story of it. She wrote this back, "'My dear unknown friend in Jesus, "'Mrs. S. asked me to write and answer myself "'your question about the hymn I give my life for thee. "'Yes, it is mine, and perhaps it may interest you "'to hear how nearly it went into the fire "'instead of nearly all over the world.'" It was, I think, the very first thing I ever wrote which could be called to Him, written when I was quite a young girl in 1859. I did not half realize what I was writing about. I was following Jesus but very far off, always doubting and fearing. I think I had come to Jesus with a trembling, him-touching faith, but it was a coming in the press and behind, never seeing his face or feeling sure that he loved me. Though I was clear that I could not do without him, and I wanted to serve and follow him. I don't know how I came to write it. I scribbled it in pencil on the back of a piece of paper in just a few minutes, and then read it over and thought, well, this is not poetry anyhow. I won't go to the trouble to copy this. So I reached out my hand to put it into the fire. A sudden impulse made me draw it back. I put it, crumpled and singed, into my pocket. Soon after, I went out to see a dear old woman in an almshouse. She began talking to me, as she always did, about her dear Savior, and I thought I would see if she, a simple old woman, would care for these verses, which I felt sure nobody else would ever care to read. So I read them to her, and she was so delighted with them that, when I went back, I copied them out and kept them, and now the Master has sent them out in all directions. I have seen tears while they have been sung at mission services and have heard of them being really blessed to many. I find it interesting how Francis refers to her faith as a hymn touching faith. That's a reference to Luke chapter 8 verses 45 and 46 where Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? Someone touched me for I perceive that power has gone out of me. We are all weak in faith. And if the Lord doesn't nourish faith and repentance in us, we are lost. He does not only enliven us and give us faith as a gift in order to reach out to Christ for salvation, but He continues to nourish that faith in us. Susanna Spurgeon wrote, these words about that passage in Luke chapter 8. She said, Do you wonder, poor sinner, whether your need and your longings and your first faint hopes of mercy are known to the dear Savior whom you seek? See here how instantly the Lord was aware of a touch upon the edge of his robe, and how immediately he knew that power had gone out of him. What strong encouragement they should give to a timid, shrinking soul. The slightest contact of faith with Christ ensures salvation. So full is he of blessed power and willingness to save that even from his raiment the sacred healing flowed in response to this poor woman's trustful touch. I want to cheer my own soul with this comfort of God. I am realizing very painfully that in me dwells no good thing, nay, more that evil is present with me. The fight against inbred corruption is fierce, and I am well near spent in the struggle. Is not this the very time to test and trust the Savior's power? I shall have to force my way through a crowd of iniquities and doubts and discouragements, but mine is an urgent case. And I know that if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. For so surely as my faith meets my Savior's free grace, my deliverance is assured and complete. Ah, how foolish and ignorant it would be to draw back in full view of life eternal and choose to perish rather than to persist. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him.